up, everybody? We are back again, uh, highlighting the championship Saturday. And I love this week a little bit more than I think I love rivalry week uh, because my dogs are in it, which is awesome. I love it when they're in it. Um, but there's a lot, a bunch of other great teams, a bunch of other amazing games. This is for literally all the marbles in some conferences. This is for the playoffs. This is just, this should get you hyped. Like, if you don't have little butterfly tinglys on your arms right now, I'm sorry you don't, you're not, you're not human. Like, the, the, flat out. But, this is the fan section episode, uh, previewing the championship Sunday, Saturday week. That is Tyson, I'm Alan, we are two deuces, talking college, dropping knowledge. This is a, a podcast for fans, by fans, from across the college landscape, from section 100, section 300, bleachers down to the suites. Well, we'll take everybody. Um, if you want to get in the mailbag, please do the fan section at one at gmail.com. Twitter and our uh, Instagram page is the fan section. Having said all that, man, whew, we're going to do our final, um, I forget, because I haven't really been tracking it because I'm a dum-dum. I don't remember who won the last college for uh, Power 5. Pick them between the two yeah, of us. we've been a little hit or miss on it. I, I think you're, I think you're up. Five to two on me. Okay, so so it's you are the champion, but this one could yeah, be right. for championship week bragging give me, rights. Give me, yeah, give me the belt. So that's what we'll do. We'll just start <laughs> fresh slate um, because this is our show. Do you have a coin? Do you want to flip a coin to see who goes first? You know, I think you as a, as the uh, reigning champion. Absolutely not. First. I will give it to you this year. Okay, you pick you pick your three, and then I will pick two. Um, just as an awesome thing to do. So, what games? Are we? Is there a game on Friday? I thought there was a game on Friday. Two games, Two games on, on Friday. Friday. <laughs> Two games 12. on Friday. Yep. So back twelve. Alamo. So okay, first, first we got first we got Alamo Dome. Uh, my UT San Antonio Redbirds finally got a loss. The offense disappeared. Their defense had been spotty the last couple of weeks. Who did they, they lose to? They go into. Um, I can't recall off the top yeah. of my head. They go into this conference championship game, the uh, conference USA championship game. Mm-hmm. A, a three-point dog to Western Kentucky. Oh, my God. Which is kind of shocking. I'm still going to be rooting for my Roadrunners. Um, okay. But that's that's the early game Friday. Then the night game, 6 p.m. on ABC in Las Vegas, number 10 Oregon, number 17 Utah, rematch from two weeks ago. Look, I, I'm not I, – I, obviously, I'm a little bit SEC biased. Um, but I still respect great conferences. Pac-12 is a dog shit conference. We're doing this on a Friday night. Why? Friday, and I've said this before in the in the past. Friday nights reserved no matter what for high school. And I get high school. I think is likely over. I think the state championship is this in Colorado's this this Saturday. I think they actually play on Saturdays in the playoffs. But why are you scheduling this game on a Friday night? Well, the idea is they don't want to compete with the Big Twelve. ACC or SEC Big Ten championship. the SEC game on it. The SEC game is on 2.30 our time. You can still make it the late game. Well, the late game is the Big Ten game, 6 p.m. What? Yeah, 2 p.m. is is SEC. Is USC playing? That's a rescheduled game. See? They had a COVID issue. That's so dumb. Pick that, cancel that game. Just flat out cancel the game because it doesn't matter. Um, I mean, yeah, I get it, it's a rivalry game. Who cares? This is the Pac-12 championship game. Make that the game of the night. Like, they always do. They say well, what time the is, game of the night. That's at 9 p.m. They're not going to do it that late. But they've done games like that in the past, and it's on FS1. Like, so why? they basically got bumped. Here's the, here's the windows on mm. Saturday. The early game, 10 a.m., is Big 12. Mm. 2 p.m. is SEC. 
And they're competing with the American, so that's going to be SEC. Oh, uh, people want to watch Cincy, so I get it, I guess. But you can't tell me that and you can't the, do both. You can't. Well, the evening, 6 p.m., you have Big Ten and ACC. Why not do, I mean, no disrespect to Pitt or Wake Forest, but why not pick up that game and then move Pitt and Wake Forest to FS1 at 6? Why not do ABC, Pac-12 championship game at 6 p.m.? Yeah. And then, which would be our time, so it would be what? Uh, it's 4 well, it p.m. is ABC. ABC has both of those games, so yeah. they... Pretty much decided. That's so dumb. Yeah. Whoever somebody needs to be fired for that. But but, that, but that's <laughs> that's Utah favored by two and a half points. Mm-hmm. That this is going to be my first game I'm picking. <laughs> a little slow on that one. My bad. So I go back and forth here. Would it be more on brand that Oregon loses again and it's a three-loss Pac-12 champion, mm-hmm. or would it be more on brand that Utah beat them last time? Now Oregon. Wins once they're no longer relevant. Uh, I'm going to go with Oregon. Utah, again, is favored by two and a half, and they got stomped two weeks ago. <laughs> the hardest thing to do in college football is to beat a team twice mm-hmm. within a month span. Mm-hmm. So usually we see that the team of the rematch, the loser ends up winning the rematch. Um, look, look down the last five years, you see Georgia-Auburn, Auburn, Georgia, you know what I mean? Like both of them played Georgia, or Auburn got ruled by Georgia. Or sorry, yeah, in the SC title game, but then in the regular season, you know, Georgia got ruled by Auburn. Uh, Bama took a loss to LSU that one year, and then they made it to the playoff, and they well, and the last the last national championship, Ohio BCS State champion, the last BCS championship before the playoff started was the one when LSU beat Alabama, and then they finished 1-2. and two, Yeah. And Bama beat LSU. Bama beat them, yep. yeah. So that's what I say. Usually the loser, I think you're right, I, but I'm going to I'm gonna continue. The, I think Utah breaks the trend. I just don't – I, I mean, Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be playing again. Oregon obviously is going to want to play, but I just think Utah is just that much better. I just – I don't see Oregon being as a good team. I just think that Utah is going to find a way. I mean, you still have Ro- – or Lloyd – on the defensive yeah, side of the ball, um, it is. They are playing for the Rose Bowl. They are. So it's not nothing. Yeah. But no, no, but, it's not a nothing game at all. Yeah. Like it's a very, very exciting game, and I love seeing the winner put the roses in their mouth. I think sure. that's awesome. Um, but yeah, so that'll be a very exciting game. And then we have Baylor, Oki State. Are you going to take this one? No, uh, it's your you turn. Can, you, you can do three. I mean, I wasn't oh, going to yeah, take this one at all. Three. I wasn't. I wasn't going to touch this one. Okay, I'll take this one as well. That is right. Oh, okay. He's taking this one. So this 10 a.m. ABC. <laughs> 10 a.m. ABC, Jerry World, AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Okay. I am a huge fan of Baylor. I, I think you may see their head coach, Dave Aranda, try and get poached by Baylor. maybe even Oklahoma or somebody. Baylor over Oki, huh? But, but no, 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 no. But, oh. I'm, but I'm picking Oklahoma State. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I, I was say, giving flowers to Baylor. I will only to say I'm picking Oklahoma State. I was like, I dude, I will absolutely take Oki State in that game. <laughs> Oklahoma State is a five and a half point favorite. Okay, um, yeah, rightfully so. I think Oki State's defense is too good. Um, we we highlighted them as the top three defense in the in the all of college football. Um, but the Big Twelve Championship is a lot of fun. Baylor deserving has what's in there? off like nine straight wins. Yeah, no, they're it's great. Like to, they're a top ten team. Yeah. they're one of the best running teams, really mm-hmm. top twenty running team in the it's country. It's gonna be strength on strength. So if they can run on that Oklahoma State defense, there's a possibility. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we have Kent State, Northern Illinois for the MAC. Uh, I'm going to take probably. I'm going to take this game. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm going to take this game uh, as soon as. I- <laughs> 
I like Northern Illinois. Um, I think that they're a team that flies under the radar. A lot of people don't really pay attention to them. Um, but I think to start off, giving them a little bit of love for NIU. Um, I just, I mean, they're 6-2 in the MAC. They've won the MAC. Like, it was either them or Ball State yeah. have, been, have won the MAC. Mm-hmm. And I think that trend continues. Uh, I don't see if, the, the, if they were playing Ball State, I'd probably pick Ball. But they already beat Ball in a very close game earlier in the year to kind of knock them out of the MAC championship. I like Kent State's defense. We've highlighted their defense earlier in the in the in the. I think it was like the first week we did our podcast back when we were still learning things, and we also highlighted Northern Illinois' offense. Um, but Kent is favored by three, and I think Northern Illinois pulls the upset. Don't forget now, Northern Illinois beat Minnesota. Yep, absolutely, and I, I mean early in the season and. You can say what you want, but it's basically like you know an FS FS or FCS school beating FBS school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like nobody really knows anybody in the MAC. Um, that's why it's, I think it's a little fun to give them some love and kind of fun. They're they're going to be playing at the Detroit Lions Stadium. Yeah, yeah, which will be awesome. Rocket Mortgage Stadium. Um, and then we have at one PM on Fox, Utah State against SDSU. Are you going to take this game? Nope. Okay, SDSU. Uh, I would take to win. Um, I. Kudos to Utah State, though, for making the Mountain West. Like, this, is, I think, is the first time since, like, God, I can't remember the last time Utah State was. No, no, no. Because it's usually been Boise State. It's usually been, like... They've been competitive, but their head coach... Um, it was was Matt Wells. Remember, he went to Texas Tech mm-hmm. two years ago. So yeah. they were they were middle of the path. Yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. But but you're right. Boise dominates this conference historically. Yeah, and I, which is fine. And I but I'm really happy. I'm, I would take SDSU. I just think it's really cool that Utah State um, was able to get to the Mountain West. Um, so good for them. And this is at San Diego State, right? They do their thing a little bit different. They host like the the better team hosts. I think. Or Carson, that... California. I oh, think that's okay. up in near L.A. Okay. So it's basically uh, a home game for San Diego State. I mean, not saying Utah yeah. State won't like won't travel well, um, but this is in San Diego State's backyard. Did you see, <coughs> excuse me, did you see, um, you know, your guy Jake Hayner, Fresno State. Yes. Did you see their head coach, Kalen DeBar, going to Washington? Is he? Yeah, he wrote Jake Hayner, and then he... And then he bounced. bounced. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Well, Luke and Riley rode Caleb Williams to Spencer Riley, and then he bounced. So, yeah. you know, we've seen it happen this year. That's not a new trend at all. Um, and then, real quick, I want to talk about the next game, which is uh, 1.30 p.m. ESPN. I'm really actually – I think it's cool that ESPN picked it up. Appalachian State, Louisiana. Um, are you going to take Are you going to take either of these teams? Not taking either of these teams, but I will say – this, I think, could be one of the closer games of the weekend. Yeah. These are two extremely evenly matched teams. Yeah. And this is the conference that Coastal Carolina is in. So both of these teams beat Coastal Carolina. Yeah, which is crazy. I, I, if I had to lean, I would take Louisiana. Even though Apple State is, is favored, I would just I just like the Raging Cajuns. I think they have a very good offense, a very, good, very, very punishing defense that we've seen when they are on TV. This one is at home for Louisiana. Okay, good. So then, yeah, I definitely would take – I still can't believe Appalachian – I mean, Appalachian State, I mean, you know, a long time ago they beat Michigan, who's now the top four. So, cool. But um, that's for the Sun Belt Championship. And then here we go, the game of the week probably, uh, which is Georgia-Bama. And I have a feeling you're probably going to take this game. I am not going to take this game. What? Well, I'll let you take it. Oh, my God. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> that is my two. Um, so I got Northern Illinois and I got Georgia. Obviously, I think Georgia rolls them. Um, we've talked in the past that this is the most beatable Alabama has been in the past. 
this is a year. It's just the year of the dog, I think. Uh, everybody, Georgia has gone up against. They've absolutely rolled. It hasn't been close. They've only allowed, I think, six touchdowns. They're averaging 8.4 points per game on their defensive. This is the greatest defense we've seen since the 2011 Alabama defense. Mm. And that well, scoring defense yeah. is the greatest in like 50 it's years. Yeah, it's probably the greatest of all time, yeah. honestly, of this era. Um, and like I said, the last defense we've seen that was as dominant was the 2011 Alabama defense. And National they were, champions. They were stacked, yeah. man. Like... But we, we and we don't the high tower. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, and their corner, I forget who it was. That was really was good too. Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Fitzpatrick was there, um, or he was a safety at the time. But the same thing can go for Georgia. We went up and down that list, and you're basically playing every single one of those players on defense is a, either a first day pick in the NFL draft when they're when they're eligible to be, to declare, or they're going to be a first-round mm. pick at some point. Like, they're already getting projected first-round. So there's first-rounders on. They have, as the South Carolina coach said, they have like 105 stars over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just think this is the biggest game in Kirby Smart's career because he finally has Georgia undefeated coming into this game. He finally – Bama can't reserve to a backup quarterback to beat him. George, he's got a quarterback controversy on his hands. Is, you know what I mean? Like – he needs to win this game. If he's going to earn that contract, that extension that he rightfully deserves, mm-hmm. he wins this game. And if he wins this game, Georgia and the Boosters are going to come together and give him a $100 million contract for sure. Like, this no, is a $100 probably, million dollar game for Kirby Smart. Probably more. $150 probably. million. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. And if he loses, it's like, okay, man, like, we'll look for him to be on the hot seat next year. No. No, I'm dead serious. I'm, de- I'm, I'm not lying. I don't want it to happen. He's a hell of a recruiter. He's done amazing things. Well, the they're still in the playoff even if they lose. So they they, they could still have a chance at a national title. Yes, but if you can't beat Bama, yeah. it doesn't matter. I know. The SEC is crazy like that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, LSU fired at Ogeron two years after now. I know. And I... And teams are showing that they really it's like it's like quarterbacks in the NFL. They have no patience. Doesn't it surprise you? Seems odd to me. Georgia's only a six and a half point favorite. No, because it's still Georgia Bama. It's yeah, a, but it's, Alabama scored three points on Auburn. I know through fifty eight minutes of play. But this is how rivalries are made. Georgia Bama game has been incredible yeah. every single time they've played. Yeah. This these two teams fucking hate each other. <laughs> like, well, I will. I will never pick Alabama, but. I never pick against them. It's still Alabama. So <laughs> I guess if I've got Alabama, I've got Alabama. I'll yeah. be rooting for Georgia. But. Oh, yeah. I think everybody will. I'm sorry I have to make you pick Alabama. But, um, and then we have Houston-Cincinnati, um, which is going to be incredible for Cincinnati if they if they pull off the perfect season as well, winning the American Championship game. Are you going to take Cincinnati? No, I'm not going to pick this one. 2 p.m. Okay. on ABC. Okay. It is a home game, like mm-hmm. you're saying, for Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. I it, like that. I like that conferences do that. I mean, don't get me wrong. The bigger conferences doing the neutral site game. Like, obviously, like the Georgia Bama is going to be in Atlanta. Yeah. for So it's kind of in, in Georgia's backyard. But Bama will travel well for that game. Yeah. I think this is really cool for a lot of these conferences. Too. It's incentive to win your conference. Like, win the division and host the game. It's just really good for them. I, congratulations to Luke Fickle and Cincinnati for, even if they take the loss, man. I mean, they're favored by 10, which I think is crazy. But at the same time, I just think... 
that this is an underrated game that people aren't really. I mean, you have Clayton Toon coming in. I mean, he's he's a potential, you know, second or third day pick. Good, like, good quarterback. Mm-hmm. The guy I was going to say though, I was just looking up right there. Uh, cornerback, kick returner Marcus Jones. Yeah, five kick or punt returns for touchdowns mm-hmm. this year. He also has. Uh, I'm sorry, five interceptions, four kick or punt returns for yeah. touchdowns. This dude flips the field. He flips the game. Mm-hmm. If Desmond Ritter's not careful with the ball, it could be a, a number of turnovers, and this could be a real tight one. Houston is a good team. Mm-hmm. They are a good, good team. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. Um, and, and since he needs to be ready, but they have a very good defense too. Like both teams have a very good strength on strength for the defense. If Desmond Ritter starts off like he usually does, being inaccurate, look for Houston to take advantage and get some interceptions early on that game. Um, and then we have Michigan-Iowa. Hi. Uh, <coughs> It would be totally Jim Harbaugh to lose this game. Mm-hmm. Like, it really would be, man. Like, which would really, really, really be kind of shitty in a sense for Michigan. Like, I mean, our friend Justin is a big big Michigan fan. You know what I mean? Waited all year. Waited basically his whole life, the last eight years for Michigan to beat Ohio State. And it finally happened. Wouldn't it be just horrible? Well, <laughs> and you, know what would just it, you know what would make it worse? Huh. Is if Michigan lost and then, like, either Cincinnati or Oklahoma State lost, Ohio State might get into get the in. playoffs. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that'd be the worst. Just the icing on the cake. But, but Michigan favored by 11 points. I am going to take this game. Okay, okay. He's so, taking the game. Yeah, number two, game. Michigan. Number 13, Iowa. And I'm a Big Ten championship game. This is in the Indianapolis Colts Stadium. I'm going to take the Michigan Wolverines. Oh. I think they've discovered their identity. I think they're going to make the playoff. I think they're going to be on the opposite side of the bracket. I think we're destined for a Georgia-Michigan national championship game. Which would be amazing. Would be. And you know what? You heard it here first, folks, on this fucking podcast. Alan, we have been right the entire Alan's been calling Michigan for like six weeks. Oh, my God. We have been right. So I was talking to fiance about this. And real quick, I just want to get into this tangent. Everything that we have talked about and every player we have highlighted has been a major player that the mainstream media has highlighted. If you want legit opinions and facts... From our eyeballs to your your earways, listen to this podcast. Seriously, like we're not wrong about the stuff we talk about. We've been on every single thing the entire season. We're I did wrong. I did predict that Indiana would go eleven. And you one. did, and you were high on ETSA. So no, but but that was way wrong. They're like four and eight this. Week. I don't care about that. So on occasion, they're, <laughs> they're busts on occasion. Yes, but okay about the main. But like when when I see Kerr Curve Street saying literally verbatim word for word what mm-hmm. we've been saying, yeah. it pisses me off because I'm like, damn it, dude, like. This is how you get on ESPN. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just got to... But thank you all. We're not saying you guys... We're just saying, please spread the news of the podcast. Please, please, please. Because that's how we get listeners. Review it and say these guys actually have pretty solid opinions. Because we do. We really do. Um, also been highlighting a lot of these amazing teams like Wake Forest all season long. Highlighting Pitt all season long. And speaking of Wake Forest and Pitt, 6 p.m. on ABC, we have Kenny Pickett, who's... Streaming up the draft boards as potentially the number one overall pick, which I'm fine with because I want them to take Matt Corral. If Matt Corral falls or Sam Howell falls, which I think they both will, awesome. You know what I mean? Like, let Kenny Pick go number one. I've already said I don't think he's a franchise quarterback material because of his arm strength, but he's a very good college collegi- or collegiate quarterback, and he's going up against another very good collegiate quarterback, Sam Hartman. Mm-hmm. And I think this game is going to depend on who, whichever quarterback outdoes the other. I want 60 points by these guys. 
The I over, what this the over under on this game is 71 71, and a half. I know. You remember when Wake Forest <laughs> played Army, they put up 70 points themselves? <laughs> yes. I can't, it, 71 and a half is low. This game could be in the 90s. That's what I'm saying. I want both these teams to put up 60. Yeah. Like, and they, they, they have the potential to They absolutely that. do because they both, uh, they have fantastic offenses, like you said. They both have not great defense. No, no, and that's specifically Wake Forest. Pittsburgh has a decent defense. Pitt, like, but you know, congratulations to Pitt because, like, finally they realize their potential. Hey, like, what, do you, what do you think about Pat Narduzzi, the Pitt head coach? He's probably going to be getting shopped. More than likely. Uh, also, the Purdue head coach we've talked about. Yeah, too. Jeff Brown. Yeah. So, look for this is yeah this is a game that like. I'm very excited for Pitt. I would probably take Pitt in this game because I think Kenny Pickett will outduel Hartman a little bit. But if Hartman has a good game, look for Hartman to go day two in the draft. Honestly, like I mean, a second or third round pick. If you like offense, you want to end your Saturday with oh, this 100%. game. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, I, I just Pitt's always been a solid team. I just don't think they've ever had that big marquee win to kind of round out their season. And I would pick them. I would pick them to do that this year. I think I would take Wake. I mean, but Wake Forest has had a really good season. Um, so yeah. To uh, recap, what we talked about today a little bit. Um, as far as the rankings, we didn't talk about the rankings at all. We probably could have dove into it a little bit, but that's okay. Um, but the we brought back the Power trademark. Yeah, trademark pending. <laughs> uh, we talked about the all the championship games coming up. We told you where they're going to be, what time they're going to be at. Um, so, yeah, Tyson has Oregon, Okie State, and Michigan. And then I have Northern Illinois, Georgia, um, to round it out. And we will hit you up next week with what we think because we'll do a likely a special ranking show. And we're working on the 12 Days of Christmas uh, college style, which I think will be a lot of fun for you guys to yeah. listen to as well. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. That is Tyson. I'm Alan, and we are out. <laughs>